the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Bible says, don't you seek no divorce because you got saved. You don't know what God is going to do with that other person who's unsafe. Be patient because you were lost at one time yourself. Amen. You found each other in some club or something. You get all holy. Now you can't wait on him. Won't y'all say amen? <laughs> all have sinned and come what? Short of the glory of God. So what I'm saying is that don't be so quick to let him go. Don't let him go. If he's not fighting you, not giving you a hard time, don't mind you tithing. You can come to church as much as you want. Let you go. Let somebody come to the house who want to talk about, you know. If, but he said, but I, that ain't for me. I'm going to still go out with my friends. I'm going to still drink. And I'm going to still do that. Well, now you, listen, don't even wash in his face with the gospel. Every time you see him, talking about Jesus wants you. You know, you can't wear him out. Said, but then know how to back off and not, you can't nag him into the kingdom. You can't nag her into the kingdom. Why don't y'all say amen? Oh, God help me. You think this is a wait till next week. Number four, regardless of one's status, I don't care what kind of status they have. Oh, I don't care how they look. Oh, you don't know my, he is so pretty. He's so handsome. She's so cute. I don't care about their career, their possessions, their education, or charisma. It is far better to obey the voice of God than man. Stop lying on the Holy Spirit saying he told you to marry an unbelieving spouse. The Spirit of God will never contradict the Word of God. I repeat it. The Spirit of God will never contradict the Word of God. Well, the Lord told me to marry her. No, and then you, and then you get to, well, you know the Bible says all things are possible. Him that believe. You ask that because you had none. That's the one the Lord showed me. With God, nothing is impossible. But it also say here, don't be unequally yoked. Stop forcing the scripture out of context. Won't y'all say amen? Well, look at me like that. I know I'm telling the truth. Some of y'all push the Holy Spirit to do what you want to do. Holy, Holy Ghost ain't no way in it. Then you mess up your life, your marriage, and you're weeping, hollering all over the place. And that ain't the spirit. That's not the spirit. In other words, I'm saying, look here. You ladies, y'all look at me. I want you to look at me real good. I don't care how handsome that joke is. He can have curly locks rolling down his behind. <laughs> Amen. He can be driving a Bentley. He can be doctor so-and-so cardiologist at the UT Health Science Center. And all that stuff. But if he don't know the Lord, and that man ain't from the Lord, don't you marry him. 
And once you look at that stuff and let that and marry into that, he'll wipe you over the floor with that stuff and get, you a, get him another woman. He don't care. He figured like he's in charge. Yeah, you, you, you owe him. He, he did you a favor when he married you. Ooh, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all listen to me? Look how quiet he's in here. You know, he think he done it. Well, you don't have to hang by my drum beat. I get somebody else. Get on out of here. They owe you. The man you passing up ain't got no hair. Driving a 1968 Chevy. Amen. And, and he's a stocker at H-E-B. It's no offense to stockers. Because that one time I worked in a stocker. It ain't no big money, but it's a job. Amen. He might work at, he might work at McDonald's. Now, he might have to work at three of them to get something. <laughs> but I'd rather have him saved from McDonald's than be in some high polluting place with a Bentley locks rolling on down and treat me like dirt. And then men, I talk to the women. Now, men, let me say amen, men. Men, say, say what you want. Oh, no, you ain't, you ain't like you don't want to know. <laughs> men, oh, yeah, that's, that's weak. Y'all don't want to know, do you? Oh, no, no. Men, oh, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> Let me know. Men, I don't care how fine she is. Her hair can be as black as a raven's wing. Shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle, got a shape better than Miss America. I don't care if she's the executive at USAA, and I don't care about none of that stuff and her smiles and her dimples. If she's not from the Lord, if she's not saved, you run from her. You run from her. I'd rather have somebody that's short, that's short hair, I'm kind of plump. <laughs> Ain't got too much size on them. I, you, know, you know, but they know how to treat me right. They know how to love me unconditionally. Amen. Ain't by look. See what y'all doing? Y'all getting to see? Y'all looking at this outer appearance? And y'all, but God says I don't look at all that. I look at the heart. Oh God, thank you for leaving. I didn't say this in early service, but God gave me this to say now. Get off these folks back. If they black and white and married, or they Hispanic and white, or black and Hispanic, whatever they call, listen, leave them alone. Some of y'all, the, y'all the same raising can't get along. As long as they ain't same sex, I ain't got no problem with them and say, let them go. Leave them alone. This church is open to all kinds of races. It doesn't bother me. I will marry interracial. You save and you love the Lord and you right before God. I'll marry you. Amen. I ain't going to marry no pagan. All right, one of my dear friends, uh, one of came in the office years ago and wanted me to marry him. And, uh, but he believed in God and she didn't. And uh, I had to tell them, I had to abort the counseling process. I said, you know what? The issue starts with salvation. Man, I love you so much, but I can't marry you. And his wife was just fuming. She turned red in there. And I ain't seen them to this day after that fact. Sometimes when you stand for Jesus, sometimes it even breaks relationships. That crushed my heart, but I had to stand for the integrity of Scripture 
even at the expense of losing alone a friend of mine. But I was not going to marry that person if one of them knew Christ and the other didn't. That'd be violating what the Lord of God told me to do. And I ain't going to let, I ain't getting no real end whooping because of your mess. Amen? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Oh, God. This is all in this text today. I got some help for you, too. Listen. Number five. Being a good man or woman is no substitute for being a saved man or woman. Refuse to allow love to blind you. Your love for God must transcend your love for another person. Being a good man or good woman is no substitute for being a saved man or woman. Refuse to allow love to blind you. Your love for God must transcend your love for another person. Oh, girl, you don't know. I got me a good man. Man, I got me a good woman. Wait a minute. That ain't what you want. You want a saved man, a godly man. You want a saved wife, a godly wife. That's what you want. The issue is salvation. It's no substance. Don't you let love be blind. Oh, you got love that blinds you. Oh, I love him. I say, you love him? Yeah, I love I say, why you know you want to get married? I love him. I say, what is love? I get 50 different answers. 50 different answers. Number six. Refuse to trust your emotions and do not allow it to govern your life. Refuse to trust your emotions and allow it to govern your life. Never make your emotions the authority. Instead, allow the Bible to be your sole authority. Emotions cannot sustain a marriage. Cannot sustain a marriage. Oh, I just feel a little fuzzy feeling. Oh, my heart starts beating a little faster. What is love? What is love? Oh, but I love it. I feel it. What you feel? I feel love. It's coming on now. Hey, you forgot it. <laughs> Listen, you know what love is? Love is commitment. Say commitment. Yeah, see, emotions, man, some days you wake up and you don't even feel married. You look at her and you just don't like her today. <laughs> but you're still married and you go and deal with it. You're not speaking, but you're still married. You ain't going nowhere, but you just, oh, God. <laughs> but you stay there because of your commitment. And after a while, you get over it and all of a sudden you love it dubby again. That's why, oh, thank you, God. That's why. You ought not be sharing all your problems that's going on in your marriage to everybody. You make up and they still running them down. Amen. Stop putting your business in the street. You make up, they still talking about you. Still talking about your marriage. Now you make up and y'all doing fine. They out there, but they, it's still gone. You done told it to everybody that ain't going to help you. There ain't no prayer warrior. They gossipers. Oh, God help me. So, so what I'm saying, I mean, commitment. You know what commitment is? It's for better or worse. A lot of these marriages have gotten worse. For, for richer or for what? 
And some of y'all got poor. Some of y'all broke now. So broke you came tired. Watch how broke you get when the giving time come. I ain't got nothing. You gave it all. Just broke. For richer or for poor, in sickness, and in what? Your marriage can get, folk can get sick. I tell people, stop marrying folk. I make them look at each other. I make them lock eyes. I say, you see them now, they look nice and skin all pretty. But don't forget, you're just 23. You got all your hair. You have a few of her babies. Have a few babies. All of a sudden, you can't get that size back. Don't y'all say Amen. Right, you know. All of a sudden, he started losing hair to the point that he got to get bald like me. And all of a sudden, he get a pot belly. And all of a sudden, he just grunting. <laughs> 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 you guys say, hey, love transcends all that. It's a commitment. Ain't no feeling going to keep that. Ain't no emotions going to hold that. This thing will turn into a marriage conference now. But somebody, how many of y'all need what I'm preaching here? You know I'm preaching the truth. It's all in Malachi. Don't trust your emotions. Number seven, do not buy into Satan's lie. He will make you think you can change an unsaved person after you marry. Don't buy into his lie. That is a lie straight from the pits of hell. Without the help of God, you can't even change yourself. Not to mention somebody else. In some cases, the grace of God moves an unsaved spouse to the Lord Jesus Christ because of the loyalty of that saved spouse. There are some cases where the, the saved spouse Pray so long, agonize so long, and God just move in his mercy and grace and just go on and convert that rascal. And sometime, a whole lifetime, and nothing happens. Because you were so arrogant in your sin, and God said, I ain't changing nothing. You're going to die in it. You're going to die in it. And so, don't, don't, don't presume upon God. Oh, oh, I, I, I can change him. I know he ain't right, but he's nice. Uh, then you get, then you get spiritual. The Lord will make a way somehow. I know he, he'll never fail me. But listen, God didn't tell you, you ain't God. And you can't be the Holy Spirit in nobody's life. You can't even change yourself without God. Now, how are you going to change somebody else? Look at yourself. God's still working on you. Now, how are you going to help him? Last but not the least, I hope I ain't running y'all away. But this is what we need. Now, listen, you ain't going to hear this on Dr. Phil and Oprah and all the mother, and they ain't going to quote no scriptures on them. That's what's wrong now. Y'all getting all this secular counseling. Don't have no power. New agey stuff. And they just counseling. Just, just secularism. Number eight, last. A Christian marriage, even with the help of God, will have, will have enough challenges of its own. You see what I said? A Christian marriage, even with the help of God, will have enough what? Challenges of its own. You only compound the problem when you marry someone who does not know Christ at all. 
Before you date anybody or get engaged to anyone, you had better ask the Lord. You had better seek his counsel and his permission. His permission. You better seek his permission. A Christian marriage, even with the help of God, will have enough challenges. How many of y'all have challenges in your marriage and you still got issues you're trying to resolve? How many of y'all still working on your marriage? How many of you know how you're not there right yet? How many of y'all, if you're there, come on up here and show us how. I ain't arriving. I'm the pastor of this church. Talk to my wife. Darlene tell you, honey, he got some work on him. She'll tell you. Won't even blink an eye. Oh, yeah, he, he preaching, but he ain't there yet. He's still trying to get there. But y'all trying to get that too? No, no, we got challenges. We got, oh, you two imperfect people. The devil gets busy. Hey, you ain't gonna have perfect communication, perfect, all this. You ain't, we're none of us there. We're all in the same boat trying to get that to the glory of God. Amen? Now, if you got those kind of challenges in a Christian marriage, what about one that's unequally yoked? You're married to a pagan, a foreign wife, a husband. All you do is compound the problem. And I close with this statement. It is better to be joyfully single than miserably married. You didn't hear what I just said. I take my glasses off on that one. I'm through. It's better to be joyfully single. Say, say it's better to be joyfully single than miserably married. And that don't mean you go get a divorce so you can be single. Okay. Stop talking about folk because they're 35 and 40 and not married and think they funny or something. They just got good sense. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with them. Some of y'all wish y'all had stayed single. Somebody said, yes, sir. <laughs> I don't care if you're 40, 50, 60. If the Lord wants you married, he will marry you in the fullness of time. And if it's not God's will for you to be married, listen, realize that you're married to the Lord. You go where he wants you to go. Amen. Ain't nobody home. Huh, you should have been here by now. When you're married, you got to give an account. Where were you? You can't say none of your business. You're one flesh. They're supposed to ask you where you've been, where you go, where you to go. You ought to be able to share your agenda of the day. Not, not your business. She is your business. He is your business. That's respect. It's accountability. Don't tell me what to do. You, don't, you ain't my boss. Or oh, you already down the hill then. And don't, don't say woman. You know. And you know what, what's, what grieves my heart is when a Christian man can call his wife a bee. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You call, call them names. Some of y'all, and some of this name calling ain't all pagantry. Some of y'all get mad and cuss each other. Cuss like you ain't never meant to say. And come in here talking about, oh, how I love Jesus. I need to preach this. I knew what, for God's sake, it'd be a different crowd. I need to preach the same message next week for those who are absent today. Before I even get to part two. You single for, anybody single out there, raise your hand. Ooh-wee. Listen, don't you let no fool hurry you. <laughs> Amen. Don't let no, no fool hurry no fool. Patience is your best friend. God want to send you to China. You can go to China. 
Amen. You can come to church and have all night prayer meeting. Ain't nobody going to get mad at you. You and God having a good time. You can go out and eat. You can, you can get friends and have good. You, look, got the gala coming up. Uh, and and you, you can go to the gala, have a great time. You and the Lord. Don't feel obligated to gala. I got to find me a day. No, you don't. You, you and God. People say, who you with? The Lord. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Me and God's going to dance. We're going to have a good time tonight. So what I'm saying, be joyfully single. Don't let folks put a guilt trip on you. Thank God you enjoy your singleness. Don't stress yourself out. Don't worry. When you get him, you want to send him back sometime. Then miserably married. And there are a lot of folk, they ain't hear God. They forced the issue, did what they want to do, and shipwrecked themselves. And there's some testimonies in here. If they were honest enough, they'd come up here and get the mic and say, y'all know what? Save yourself some trouble. I'm going to close with this. Like I said, I closed once. I, I'm keep closing. I, I, I'm going to close after a while. Lord, just keep messing with me. I'm trying to close. <laughs> you better wait on the Lord. Realize patience is your best friend. And realize that the God whom you serve is able to bring that one into your life for your partner for the balance of your days. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you really understand what I'm saying? God loves you. Don't go past your signs. Read your signs. Know your signs. Hear God. I've never... There are people who came to my office for premarital counseling. And after counseling, I said, you know what? I highly recommend that y'all not marry. You know what some of them do? Go on out there and get married anyhow. And they come in. I've seen some not six weeks. Oh, I've seen some men cry like babies. Oh, she's a Jezebel! <laughs> she whooping Ahab all up. Jezebel. I married her. Who I, but, and you know what they tell me? Tears run all. I'm, 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 not, I'm not lying. I got some witnesses in there. They come in with tears all the way down, kissing under their cheeks. And they say, but you tried to tell me and I did what I want to do. I say, well, you look, man, you 250 pounds. I can't whoop you. You ain't my counsel. That's counsel. It's up to you to accept it or reject it. I can't make you accept counsel. You understand what I'm saying? And so what, I, what I'm saying to you today is that I, I've never had a person who I am batting 1,000 when it comes to recommending somebody not to marry and then they married, it ended up in divorce. Every person I told not to marry and they went on and married anyway, it ended up in divorce. I'm going to tell you something else too. If you can't get that rascal or that woman to come to church with you on Sunday, you can't get them to come to Bible study, they won't pray with you, don't marry them. If they ain't doing it dating, what do you think they're going to do once you say, I do? 
Amen. Amen. Don't, 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 don't date somebody like that. I'll tell you something else too. You think about marriage, bring them by me. I'll expect them. I've had focus. Sometimes I take them out to lunch. I say, now who are you? You finna marry one of my members? <laughs> you got to realize, the Bible says in Romans, I mean, uh, Hebrews 13, I have watched over your soul. Y'all, y'all look right over there. I have watched over you. You're under my, I'm a watchman. I'm too protective. Y'all let me know who he is. Let me check him out and ask some questions. I'm trying to save you some heartbreak. I'm trying to save you some pain. I don't want him to know my business. But after a while, I will know it. Let me stop. All God should have said. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, oh God. So much as in Malachi, I said, when I just sit in my library at home and look at this, I said, God, what in the world are you doing? And Father, I haven't wrote, written the first line for next Sunday, but I know it's going to be good. And you give it to me like only you can. And Father, I know I was talking to a bunch of folk in here today, even by radio, where they presumed upon you, didn't hear you, went on out there, did they thing, only to have blasted hopes and shattered dreams. Oh, God, help us to come back to you. Deliver those who are in apostasy from it. Somebody here lost, Father, need to come back to you. Somebody wandered from you. Somebody's backslidden. Somebody need to repent. I pray, oh, God, that you turn their hearts back to you. In Jesus' name. All God's children say it. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Come worship with the Maranatha Bible Church family on Father's Day, Sunday, June 19th at 10 a.m. On this special day, our worship celebration will express gratitude and appreciation to all fathers and grandfathers. Pastor Randall Draper has a special message prepared for all fathers that will encourage, bless, and strengthen them during these challenging times. Come celebrate Father's Day with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.